Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi, Aaron. How was your birthday weekend? Oh, it was so good. Um, Well, you know, (laughs) because you were there for most of it, but it was a good time, except for the bruises I have on my leg this morning that I don't remember getting. Um, It was a great, great weekend. Aaron turned 29 yesterday, Sunday, so um, we had a little bit of a birthday celebration and dinner on Saturday, and that was really fun. We went to the winery and listened to a concert. And yesterday we went out on her and her fiance's um, pontoon. Mm-hmm. We spent the afternoon at the lake, and it was just beautiful. And the weather was amazing. So perfect. Um, the white claws may or may not have <laughs> gotten the best. Yeah, had their retaliation, but it was a really fun weekend. So, I um, yeah, it was good. It was a wonderful birthday for sure. So. Well, today I think we're going to go over a little, we talk a lot about manifestation and the law of attraction and we've been touching on it in other episodes and thought it would be helpful for individuals who may not be into the same things or just getting into it so that they may have a little bit of an understanding of what we're talking about. are, yeah, yeah, that we throw out there. 
Yeah, so we'll just go through a few steps um, or a few kind of definitions. And I don't want to say definitions because they're not set in stone. These are just maybe more so our viewpoints and what we think about them. And then um, a few ways that you can utilize some of the things that we go over to manifest. Yeah, so so this is part one of a two-part manifestation yeah, it may actually be three-part, depending on how long the second one is. So okay, we'll, yeah. we'll do a little manifestation series, I think. so. Perfect. So, yeah, the first one's Law of Attraction. And basically, that's just the belief that your energy and your mindset attracts that same frequency, basically. So um, staying positive, thinking positive, hoping good things for the people around you, um, that that is going to bring you, I mean, like, good karma in a way, I think is another kind of, like, similar thing to me, um, thinking of it that way. And, yeah, and I mean, one of the things on Law of Attraction that I am more of a, like, I need some sort of scientific base behind Mm -hmm. it, and the way Law of Attraction comes in, it's actually, oh my gosh, can't talk, actually a secondary law to the Law of Vibration. And the Law of Vibration is just that everything is energy and vibrates. This isn't some made-up concept. This is E equals MC squared. Um, It's physics. Yeah, energy is energy. And so the Law of Attraction states that like energy attracts like Like energy. energy. So being positive, having, you know, positive outlooks for individuals in your life or, you know, and, and we're not just talking about being fake positive, you know, you actually need to work through your shit and we'll touch on some of the limiting beliefs and what that means, but it is basically the aspect of deciding that you get to create the life that you want. And so if you're wanting to create a happy, meaningful, purpose-filled life, you need to have that same kind of outlook uh, in general. Definitely. I think that you have to, like, that doesn't mean you always have to be happy, though. Like, you're going to go through hard times. Mm -hmm. Everybody does, obviously. And, like, you're going to have bad days. But, yeah, just having gratitude for the good things in your life and and being as positive as you can, I think, definitely affects your energy. And that's where, I mean, like, physics, it's all physics. That's how it starts. But then it's funny to think about, like, people that study karma and study energies and stuff like that it it's all the same yeah it's no, all the it same. Definitely. it's just a different way of looking at it and talking about it and yeah I yeah and I, it's something that I'm passionate about talking about you know specifically with my coaching clients um I, I don't believe in fake positivity because I actually you know I've been there like when I very first started getting into it I was like oh if I just think you know, Just positive pretend enough. everything's perfect. Everything's fine, <laughs> even though I hate my job and I'm not where I'm supposed to be in my career or my purpose. It's fine if I just continue to think positive, and that wasn't it's how it was. Um, I mean, I was like just probably they call it spiritual bypassing, which is just the kind of the ability to sweep things under the rug that mm-hmm. aren't you know in line with love and light, quote unquote. <laughs> um, but the you know real work comes into resetting your energy so that you're able to put it at the vibration that you want. And we'll go into a little bit more on how to do that in a little bit. So, yeah. So. Energy. Yeah. 
The next one is energy. Um, I mean, I feel like we already kind of got into that because they go hand in hand. I mean, um, so your energy obviously is a reflection of the, the, I don't know, the wavelength that you're vibrating at. Mm -hmm. And that is going to attract like energy. I mean, we just kind of. Yeah, it's, um, with energy just more so being, you are, anytime that you're just out living your life, you're exerting a certain type of energy. Um, and, you know, in a second we'll, we'll touch on kind of how you can pick up on energy. Um, but basically who you're being out in the world is how you're carrying your energy, how you're portraying it, um, and kind of getting on that that law of attraction and energy train is that, when you are being what you're trying to call into the world, that's how you can attract it. So mm-hmm. um, working through your shit and becoming the type of person who is happy and grateful for what they have so that they continue to pull in happy and grateful things into their life. Yeah, so, because yeah. you did the work. I mean, you have to do the work to get there. Um, I was also going to say that with energy, I feel like it, I don't know, I just lost my train of thought. Never mind. It's okay. <laughs> My brain. Um, well, one thing I wanted to touch on with energy was there, again, like I said, I'm kind of very much need some sort of like scientific fact or evidence for me to believe in something or to feel something to my core. And um, there's a an experiment that was done a long time ago, and you can look it up. There's YouTube videos, uh, you know, all sorts of things that you can kind of Google and they'll break it down, but it's called the um, double slit experiment. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically what they do is they have found, they are shooting a laser light through uh, a slit, you know, in a partition. And what they find is that the simple act of observing the light the wavelength that it's in actually can cause it to break down into a vibrating particle versus a wavelength. So what they were finding was that by the pure fact of monitoring the wavelength allows it to go from a wavelength to an individual particle, which for the longest time they thought the energy was only particles. And then they thought, no, 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 it's only wavelengths and what they have found is that energy can be either or at the exact same time depending on if you're paying attention to it so what that's saying is the simple fact of putting your thoughts and you know consciousness on something can affect how it's showing up in the world Mm -hmm. which is huge when it comes to the law of attraction in the sense that if you're putting your thoughts beliefs and ideas behind something you're able to change how it's interacting in the world, and that's where the law of attraction comes into play. That you're thinking about that and thinking of visualizing it into your life, it can come to you because our thoughts do affect the the being of energy. The, if it's in a wavelength or it's in a particle, it can be either or and at the same time. And it's so, just reacting, reacting yeah. to the energy that you're putting into it. Yep, exactly. So... I just thought that that, that kind of like sealed the deal for me. And there's, I mean, I'm obviously not, I like the scientific piece of it and the quantum physics of um, manifestation, but I'm not a science nerd as far as knowing what 
all of it is. There's plenty of other people that will explain it way better than what I do. <laughs> but these are for layman's terms that I've kind of picked up over over time. Mm-hmm. So definitely watch some YouTube videos. There's tons of books that talk about it or quantum physics. Um, so definitely check those out. Yeah, there's a lot of resources that are easy to understand too. Yeah, like for sure. You don't have to be a, a physics major or anything. Oh, yeah. But we know I'm not. Math is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then there's frequency and vibrations yes. basically like I feel like it's all kind of like blurring together yeah no and so, so frequency is you know the part that was kind of hard for me when I started out on law of attraction was some people use the term frequency some people use the term vibrations and then some people use the term feelings and for me vibrations are just like when people are talking about oh yeah good vibes or I felt like the vibe was off in the room or you know I got a weird feeling yeah I got a weird vibe like vibe is from the obviously from the term vibration right yeah and so vibrations are just the feelings and the energy that is being put out there so I kind of you know as we were typing up this uh, outline for the podcast I just wanted to put this in there because it took me forever to realize that these were all kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a f- frequency is just a movement or vibration that an object or energy is making, and those come from our feelings. So I just wanted to kind of reiterate vibes, frequency, feelings, how you're feeling, what energy you're putting out into the world those are all kind of intertwined, the same thing. Whatever feels right with you, use those words. Mm-hmm. So They're interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just wanted to cover it because it was something that when I started out, I was like, I have no idea what the hell these people are talking about, putting the correct frequency out there. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and then, like, I guess to break it down a little bit more into what, like, your vibration is or just to be able to understand how this part of like physics also ties into all of it is just everything's made of atoms. Like we're made of atoms that are constantly vibrating and you know, we learned that like super early on in like fifth grade science that everything is made of little particles that are constantly moving, but they don't tell you that you have an effect on that frequency Mm -hmm. and that like that frequency that our particles are moving at are actually, like, up to us. Right. Yeah, and I think it's also hard to understand. The reason I like the word feelings instead of vibrations and frequencies sometimes, at least for myself, is that it's hard, even though I know, like, you can, this isn't, like, the woo-woo side of things. Like, you can go read any science book. What you've learned is that we're all made up of vibrating atoms, circular vibrating atoms, and molecules that make us up. And it's just really hard to like get your head around that when you haven't seen it. But I think I saw a YouTube video that they, under a microscope, they basically take an atom and like show it at its core how fast it's vibrating. It's vibrating so fast it appears solid. Yeah. Which is like we are. Like it's hard to not like Think, oh, Nothing this desk. solid is yeah. actually solid. Yeah, that yeah, this desk in front of us is solid or that we're solid or, you know, any of that. But, um, you know, it, it's just taking that information and digesting it whatever way feels best. So I kind of need the 
evidence to go out and look and Mm -hmm. check in and see the YouTube videos or read the books and really get that understanding. And then once I do, I'm it, for me, it's just like, of course it makes sense. It all kind of comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And not everyone's like that. There are people out there that are totally fine and like knowing their core, like they'll just take it off of a feeling kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it takes all kinds, which is another point of what we try to do on this podcast is present from both sides. You know, Aaron and I are best friends, but we can see or feel things differently and Definitely. you know, there's no no right or wrong. So yeah. So then there's your subconscious mind and basically that is everything that you have ever experienced or lived through or seen, heard, small smelled, um, like <laughs> learned literally anything yeah. um that your brain basically is just storage like compiling all of those tiny little things that you've gone through in your life and storing them in the back of your mind but if you were to try to consciously remember all of those things then like we wouldn't be able to cope like we wouldn't be able to live our lives and focus on what we're doing right now and what we're you know and then a lot of it plays into like muscle memory and it's just it's still all that information is still there in the back of our like I don't know like storage basically and we don't have to consciously tap into it it's all just like things that we remember you know I don't have to remember how to to breathe to breathe or to yeah or to walk you know once you are a you know a baby and you become a toddler that's able to walk you don't have to relearn those things every time you do them right and your subconscious mind is 95 percent of your brain so it stores like Aaron said everything uh and, and kind of powers you through I mean Everything, your blood pumping. It, it's not just that the organs are doing that because if somebody gets hurt and has a brain injury, they have to have machines that keep them running. It's literally the brain that's running. Tells everything, everything what to do. What to do yeah. And that includes the patterns and the limiting beliefs that have been implanted into our subconscious yeah. mind. One really interesting thing that I learned um, from like a mindset coach that I did a little like series with they have found that your subconscious mind has learned basically like how to love and like all of your all of your like first experiences mm-hmm. from the time that you are born and old enough to remember up until you're about 7 years old mm-hmm. is where you have formed all of your like foundational beliefs and like your Um, your self-value and like if you feel like a person that's able to be loved or if you yeah like just how you yeah everything that is like the foundation of who you are as a person you've formed those most of the time up until you're seven years old yeah which is so nuts like I know and explains why most of us are so messed up I know (laughs) because when you're seven I mean what do you have control over in your life really right I mean unless you have some sort of like you know woke parents who are (laughs) right you know taking extra precautions to allow your your brain to form I think they've said like up until age seven, you're basically pure subconscious mind because uh-huh. there's nothing there to fill up that space, which is why children can pick up languages so quickly or they do learn so many new skills 
compared to adults. Like, yeah, we may start a new job, but, you know, just think of the milestones that children have along the way. You know, they have to start, like, learning how to feed. Like, even, like, a child doesn't, sometimes doesn't even know how to come out immediately breastfeeding, but they learn. And from there, it doesn't stop. You know, it, it goes from that to sleeping through the night because that's a, a learning process for a child and then walking and feeding themselves and I mean everything, everything talking all of that so it is it I mean it's kind of crazy thank god I don't have kids that I have to worry about but yeah. um, <laughs> it's crazy that you know they're picking up things that they're going to use that we will use for the rest of our lives yeah. is, you know, two, three, four, five-year-olds. That have molded us into, like, the tiny little... Beans that we are. And it's so, you know, the the next one is kind of limiting beliefs, which we can... Yeah. Is what we're touching on. Kind of goes into that. Um, But the crazy thing is, is in the law of attraction world, people talk, or manifestation, they talk about limiting beliefs being these traumatic events that have to happen that somehow scar you as a child to stop you from thinking that you're worthy enough to have the life you want. And that's not necessarily the case. A a limiting belief can be something as simple as a parent never letting the child do anything Mm -hmm. because they want to handle it all. So never letting them like feed themselves or pick out their own clothes or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, I'm sure there are times when a parent is just like, it'd be way faster if I could just go ahead and do this. And they don't realize they're like subconsciously creating this weird void in someone's mind. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. So, you know, as we're touching on limiting beliefs and then the second part of the episode going over how to rewrite those, you know, know that when we talk about a trauma or a limiting belief. It doesn't have to be something that you like, that was a really major experience in your life. It can be any tiny thing that happened to you. Mm -hmm. And you thought, I mean, I remember like I was 22 or something and I decided to get full bangs (laughs) and it was hilarious because I loved the bit. Like I loved the idea of having bangs, all Uh that stuff, but I hadn't had them since I was like, in elementary school Mm -hmm. and in sixth grade I decided to grow my full bangs out and start pushing them over to be side bangs yeah and like I was just like it's just this thing I'm trying no big deal well this girl made a comment about how my nose looked so much smaller without my bangs oh my gosh and she said it to another girl but I heard her and literally after that, I was like, I can never have full bangs again because it makes my nose look big. No, I get that. And, like, it was such a simple thing. Like, she probably wouldn't even remember no, saying that. No, of course not. But it scarred me for life. And it took me until I was, like, a grown adult doing doing everybody else's hair to be like, okay, I think I'm finally brave enough to try bangs again. <laughs> and hopefully I don't look like I need a nose job. You but <laughs> You definitely don't. But it's just any little thing. And it can... Like, there are so many things that I've uncovered just, like, by trying to do, um, like, some healing or to, I mean, even just learning about these things, like, about the law of attraction and about energy and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, there will be something that, like, pops up that I didn't even realize was a trigger for me Mm -hmm. or, like, that that I even had a limiting belief in a certain, like, area of my life. And then all of a sudden you're just like, whoa. Like, where did this come from? Mm -hmm. And 
it's just, there's so many things that, yeah, like, your subconscious is a crazy, like, awesome thing, but it also can, like, hold little, like, hidden, like, scars in there, you know, that you don't even realize you have. Yeah, Until you start working through things. For sure. I mean, something that I recently kind of worked on just to give an example of how a limiting belief as a child can play out into adulthood. So, growing up, like, I was always quote-unquote, the the perfect child. So, you know, I got good grades and, like, didn't have a lot of drama and, you know, was just, like, a good kid being the oldest and, like, the firstborn. Like, that was kind of my my go-to. And I realized, you know, and, and stuff would happen, but if stuff happened, it was almost, like, very, you know, if I got into, like, a car wreck or or a breakup, or whatever, and I would be upset, that would be when I would get, like, the most attention and support, and something that played out in my life for a really long time was being the person that always had to have it together, and so nobody ever felt the need to, you know, because when you put that out there, yeah, it's not like, okay, like, you know, how's Brittany? Well, Brittany's fine, she's always fine, you know, it was Uh that kind of thing, and it took me till last year to realize it's almost like a self-sabotage in my work and career where I was like doing it almost subconsciously or at least like having a bad experience specifically with work and career to like I had to get to a point where I was upset and crying to get that support and not that like you know it it was different with like my husband I could obviously like tell him or whatever but even just like in friends and people that you know they, you know, when I got fired from my last job before opening the boutique, like, people were like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm here for you, like, tell me what you need, which I never get or I didn't receive because I was putting that limiting belief out. I only get help and support or, like, when something's bad. When something's wrong. Yeah. And I've worked through it, and now, like, I've also just taken to the point of if I need some support, I'm going to ask or, like, get that help or, you know, I'm more vocal with those feelings, um, and I even had a conversation with another friend who felt the exact same way. She kind of had that mentality as well, and now we've just made our own, like, little text to just check in. We, it's not like we yeah. talk all the time, but just say, you know, like, I know you're going to school, and you're working, and you have ch- children. Like, how how are you? Um, so it those are kind of the limiting beliefs that it I can't pinpoint it to a specific time or this like overly mm-hmm. dramatic thing that happened, but that played out in my adult life. So that's kind of what we mean when we're talking about limiting beliefs, those kind of little things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so well I mean, like thinking about I think there's a lot of people that have like money issues. Oh, and God. since we're talking Me about too. manifestation and like I think unless you just grew up incredibly, like, filthy rich, then you probably have limiting beliefs when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, even if you are rich, you probably have limiting beliefs when it comes to money, but maybe, like, They're just on different. the opposite yeah. spectrum. So, um, if you... I don't remember ever feeling like, we don't have very much money, like, growing up. And the, now that I look back, which was amazing, because I know that there are a lot of kids who, like, their parents would just make a little comment like, oh, like, we don't have the money for that. Or like, what? I I don't ever remember going out to dinner, like, to eat at restaurants, really, which Mm -hmm. is weird because, like, you know, the way that, like, we do things, my kids get to have these cool experiences. But I 
never thought like, oh, we don't have money, you know? Yeah. And now that I'm older, obviously, I can look back and I'm like, wow, we were pretty poor. Yeah, no. So it's amazing that I didn't have, like, some sort of weird, like, belief around that. But I do remember feeling and hearing my parents say, like, we have to work hard for everything that we have, you know? Yeah, that's a big one. And my dad, right, but I just always have thought, like, if you want to have something good or if you want to be, like, have any sort of abundance, you have to work your ass off and you have to, like, struggle to get to a good spot in life Mm -hmm. because that's what I saw growing up. Like, my dad was constantly, like, breaking his back to provide the little bit that we had and my mom stayed home for the majority of, like, our young childhood. And so a, a belief like that really can just be, like, observing behaviors of, like, your parents or your family and the people oh, yeah. around you. And it's crazy that that, like, really does shape the whole way that you think you have to live. No, for sure. I mean, I definitely, you know, my parents were the same way in the sense that they were, you know, very hard workers. And, like, my mom did stay home with us during the day, but she went and worked at night and to to be able to provide and, and all of that. But I, so I definitely had you have to work hard and, they didn't always, I'm sure, like, a lot of our parents don't love what they're doing. They were just, you know, how many parents or people of, you know, parents of our friends do we know that have been at the same job for 25 years because that's what... Because they just feel so fulfilled and... Yeah, it's not because they're like, oh my gosh, I love my job so much. It's just, that was the belief This is at how the I time. provide for yeah. my family. And, uh, you know, and they'll work in the, and that was how my parents were and you know, they stayed at, they stayed at jobs for a really long time. And like till one of the companies closed after like 20 years and like my mom getting laid off or whatever it was. But I mean, we even, so there was that. So I had that one. Then I also had like money was hard to come by because even though my parents were working crazy overtime or like double jobs, if they needed to, we still didn't have like I mean like we always had a home ahead. and like food, but we never got to do extra stuff. We definitely didn't go out to restaurants unless it was like McDonald's uh-huh. or like maybe like a super special occasion. So I mean, I have had to work through a lot of the money beliefs, and there's you know when we say all of this and you start to look back and think about your childhood, like this isn't something to like make others feel guilty about their like oh no you know like parents' upbringings and you know all of that. They're working with their limiting beliefs where they're coming from. Yeah. So and no um, matter what situation you grew up in, you're going to oh, have yeah. yeah limit like beliefs that you have put on yourself. Yeah, I mean, and that and that hinder you, like your personal walk through life. So oh, yeah. I mean, don't ever compare your journey no. to someone else's because no. it's all about your your work and yes. what you need to do and what your soul's here to accomplish. And oh, for sure. Because even people like you know, uh, people that have money, they have different limiting beliefs. They have limiting beliefs that maybe people will only like them because they have money mm-hmm. or that. Um, they can't talk about having money because people will think that they're, that you they know, think that they're better than yeah, everyone. Or snobby or, or yeah. whatever it is, or, you know, it, it's hard to understand when you don't have money, like, oh yeah, it's so hard to be rich, but everyone has the things that they go through. Oh like, yeah. Everyone has shit in their yeah, life. That, yeah. I mean, it's all about perspective really. For sure. And so that's kind of the, the way to work around that and start looking at it. Don't worry about what other people do. I mean, you can take 
inspiration and find out. And sometimes you'll be listening to somebody talk about their limiting belief or their journey and it'll trigger something in you and you're like, Oh wait, I may, may have that as well. Like, Mm -hmm. let me do some digging. Yep. So anyways, so the last one, quantum leaps and quantum manifesting. Yeah. So on this, I just kind of put it out there because I feel like in the spiritual world, this has been like hot words or, you know, kind of like touch point words And I just was more so putting it on the list to just give you a little, like, sliver of what it means. Because when I saw it, I was like, what the hell? Like, I have no idea what the (laughs) hell that means. Like, quantum, like, is this something crazy? So it's basically the ability to manifest very quickly because you believe, like we touched on with the double um, slit experiment, that something can come to you in the blink of an eye because it's possible. So... Getting to that point of belief of knowing that you can condense time down and things can happen very quickly for you is what quantum manifesting or quantum leaps are. It's kind of taking that ability to step into a new identity because you decide to. So yeah. the the type of person that like is healthy and even if you aren't with a six pack and you know ripped arms, you can decide that you're a healthy person and step into that new life by having your green smoothie, getting your yoga class in, going for a walk, eating your vegetables, you know. Just making that decision and then following through. Yeah, Yeah. immediately deciding, not like, oh, tomorrow I'll start and tomorrow or Monday or whatever that is. Deciding, no, this is me right now in this. This is who I am now. This is it. And making that leap from one quantum reality to the other is what quantum leaping or quantum, quantum manifesting is. So just kind of making the decision and after that moving to right. it. Right. And I know? feel like we do that all the time and like maybe you've never even heard quantum manifesting oh, yeah. or quantum yeah. leaping. No, for sure. And then you realize like, oh wow, that time that I just decided that I was done with whatever it was or mm-hmm. that I was sick of the way that my life was at that point, like and I change like it actually happened oh yeah and right? it doesn't yeah it doesn't have to be this long, that was you out. quantum leaping yeah. <laughs> you know or it's like if you're in a you break up with someone and you go back and forth like you get back together you break up you get back together and finally you're just like no you know i'm done. done you step into the new reality of the person that is done with that and the energy changes your vibration changes and that's when things can happen yeah. quickly like you hear people always saying like it, you know, using the example of a relationship, I, you know, made the decision to, I'm not doing this anymore. And they meet like their soulmate like a week later. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it is what it is or vice versa. Like the, somebody that is eating healthy and they decide and in six months they've, they've lost the weight and they, you know, just have made that decision. And while I'm not saying that it has, it's like, there's hard work that goes into yeah, it sometimes. Like it, in a situation like that, obviously, there's yeah. a lot of action you have to take. But, but it hasn't been like this back and forth. They've made the decision that they are broken up with that person or that they're a healthy person or whatever they are, you know, whatever that is. And they took on that energy. Right. Yeah. So it, it's just that's all it really means. And I just wanted to cover it because I always feel I'm the person that likes to dig and research and I go down rabbit holes. <laughs> So when I find a new word or a new topic or a new kind of trend, 
my immediate like go to is like I have twelve tabs open on my computer. I'm reading blogs. I'm listening to podcasts. <laughs> I I've need got to a know book. everything. <laughs> I need to know everything, and it would just be really nice. Like I enjoy research, but I know there are tons of people that don't and that don't want to do that. So kind of our part of this is to shrink down and quantum leap your knowledge yeah. on what it is and and what that entails. So yeah, when you understand this stuff, you can like I think it's cool and powerful to realize that maybe you're already doing some of these things and you didn't know what they were or like now you can say like oh well I kind of started and Mm -hmm. like I was going in the right direction but like now I have a little bit more knowledge and I can like actually do this oh yeah and one thing we didn't touch on with the law of attraction is you are the law of attraction is always working it's like gravity I mean gravity doesn't work different for a banana than it does for an apple it's always there it's the same with law of attraction. It's just that you're attracting the same life and day over and over and over again, the same experiences, because that's what you believe is possible, and you're not harnessing any manifestation work or anything new to call in something else. So law of attraction is always there. But it's now a, you're aware of it, yeah, and, and you can decide. Yeah, energy, frequency, vibes, feelings, that's all going on. It's just what you're deciding to do on a day-to-day basis that's making the difference. Right. You so. have to tap into how you can affect it. Yeah, which leads to um, kind of the second part of the episode where we wanted to go over. We touched on limiting beliefs and subconscious mind and your energy and feelings and some of the ways that you can rewrite those limiting beliefs and, and start attracting what you're wanting to call into your life versus being a magnet to the same day in and day out reality that you're living right now. And it doesn't mean that you have to change everything in your life. A lot of these tips are very usable and, and things that we both do, you know, not that we do all of these, but the things that you can do daily to, to really change some things. So the first one that I wanted to touch on was just journaling and there's several ways to journal and you can find what works for you. For me, I go back and forth on journaling. Sometimes I really like it, and sometimes I hate it. And I don't know if it's just because I hate the like my brain moves faster than my hand, and oh, I feel like I'm. I totally feel that. You know, slogged down. Um, so one thing that I saw someone post about this was a long time ago was to do voice notes instead of or like you know a voice memo on your phone instead of writing mm-hmm. and almost still getting that out and then going back and listening to it, uh, which everyone hates listening to their own, the sound of their own voice. (laughs) Um, but it, it really is a way for your subconscious mind to hear yourself talking about it and taking that information in. So yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Just like reading, you know, you read something and you see it in a book and you take that information in sometimes you have to like repeat what you have read yeah. just to like really absorb it. Yeah. And so just taking that information in through your own voice tells your subconscious mind, like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling and helps it to start moving through it. So voice memos, I know some people do, um, it's called like brain dumps or conscious, uh, like subconscious journaling where you basically just write for five minutes straight and don't think about what it says. Don't think about how it reads. Don't think about punctuation and grammar and just kind of word vomit. I love a good brain dump. See, I'm not, I can't ever really get into it. So I can get into just like a, maybe a verbal vomit. Yeah. (laughs) A verbal dump. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just so like, I have trouble organizing my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's like, I don't even know what I want to say. 
And if I tried to make a voice memo, it would just be like, this is stupid. Like, I don't know, like, where to start. So, no, I get that. Or, you know, it would just be like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, so, yeah, if I, I really think that that's, like, a great way to start your day or, like, your yeah. morning. Because when I first started getting into meditating a little bit, it was so hard for me to just, like, calm my mind oh, yeah. to be able to even get to a place to, like, sit there and pretend like it was calm. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just, like, writing anything that came to mind, anything that was bothering me, even if it was just, like, an emotion I was feeling, I would write, like, pissed, you yeah. know, or, mm-hmm. like, can like tired or I- anything. And then, like, it just starts to flow, and it's yeah. a really, like, awesome release. So... Yeah, yeah. Trying all so the different many, ways, though. Yeah, there's so many ways to journal. You know, we're not necessarily to tell you one way or the other. These are just <laughs> a couple of options that work for us. There's so much out there. I, I mean, there are accounts that post like journal prompts and info. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever works. Do what's best for you. What feels good. Like go through a limiting belief. Do a brain dump. Do a verbal. You know, or an audio note or whatever any of those work that that's kind of the whole point is pick and choose what works for you. So, yeah. Um, the next one is EFT, which stands for emotional freedom technique and it's tapping. Uh, there's a lot of people that have gotten into this a lot lately and I really like tapping. I do a different kind of form of tapping that I learned from a coach one time, but there are YouTube videos, um, Instagram, Facebook type in, EFT or tapping and put whatever subject you want after it and you will find a video oh, on there's it. So, so much. Yeah. Tapping for anxiety, tapping for money issues, tapping for love, EFT for, um, you know, sleep or it, it's everywhere. I mean, concentration. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's free. Anything. It's easy. That's the great thing about almost all of these. I, I mean, I think actually all of the tips that we're giving, they're all free. They're available to you. You can do them from your home, from your office, you know, whatever it is that you need to do, it's totally accessible for everyone. Yeah. And they're all flexible. So you can customize and like mix and match, you know, if some of these are like weird to you and some of them you're like, Oh, I could actually be into that. Then do it. Try them all. But yeah, Yeah, definitely try them all and find what feels good and not what just feels good because you don't want to do the work. Yeah. (laughs) But actually, truly what feels good. So um, EFT is really fun. That one doesn't take very long. It's actually, I like it because I'm physically doing something. You're kind of tapping through meridian points on your body. I won't explain them all. There's like eight or nine, maybe seven or eight points. I don't know. And you go through and tap through while saying some things. And again, I like saying stuff out loud. I think I have a defined, not I think, I know I have a defined throat chakra. So talking is a very comfortable thing for me to do. And EFT kind of infuses the physical, so that's using your subconscious mind while your conscious mind is the one doing the talking. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool. The next one is reframing. So reframing just means to take a limiting belief and reframe it to decide on a belief that you think serves you more. So, for example the belief about you have to work hard for money Mm -hmm. that, you know, that we, we touched on a reframe for that would be money's easy to come by because the millionaires and billionaires of the world work the least amount 
out of anyone. And and they just keep getting richer. Richer. You know, like, you see the millionaires or billionaires on vacation or whatever is going to feel good to you. You have to believe it. Um, It took me a while to get to the point of, like, believing. It's just using your logic to form a new a new way around that belief, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just kind of, there's another one that I wrote, the next one, it's called ev- Evidence-Based Expansion, which kind of plays into reframing, which is basically just going out, and the belief that you want to have is finding that out in the real world. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, money's hard to come by. Finding somebody who loves doing what they're doing and maybe only works three or four days a week and they make a lot of money and they don't have to work two jobs and they don't have to stay at a company for 20 years. Yeah, to you they're living the dream. Yeah, whatever whatever you're looking for in your life, finding somebody else that has that. Um, There's actually a law of the universe called the law of one and what that states is that if it's possible for anyone else, that means it's possible for you. So finding people that have the life or a certain aspect of the life that you want, finding someone that has that so that you can look to it. So for me, finding somebody that maybe didn't grow up in an affluent family and now has the freedom and ability to travel and do what they want to do, work when they want to work, is very expansive for me. So finding that reframe that like money isn't hard to come by. Look at you know this my coach or this yeah. go- this girl or somebody on Instagram or whatever that may be. There's so many blogs and Instagram and Facebook. You, you know you don't even have to find them the person next door. Like it can be somebody online. But just using them as expansion to get the kind of belief reframed for what you want. Yeah, find the evidence. Yeah. Like, that it's possible. Yeah, you know, if you got divorced and you're afraid because you have kids, like, who wants to be married to somebody who's divorced and has kids? Like, find somebody out there in the real world that has gotten remarried or found the love of their life and has a combined family or, you know, whatever it is. It it can be any, excuse me, it can be anything. So that's just kind of those are two big things that are good for me. I'm always saying if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. Like that's a Mm -hmm. huge, you know, thing for me. So yeah, the next one is chakra balancing. So chakra balancing is something you can do a few ways. You can do it through visual meditation. You can also do it through, if you go again, on YouTube and type in chakra balancing, a lot of times they will play music or frequencies that are aligned with each chakra, and it will go through and basically listening to and vibrating that sound within your body will help reset chakras. This is obviously a little bit more of a... Woo-woo. Yeah, woo-woo. <laughs> woo-woo alert. Um, but you can also, you know, that's a free, free version. You can you know, visualize and go through your chakras on your own. You can also have Reiki done, which is a form of chakra balancing. That one obviously costs money. Um, Sometimes you can find people that do free Reiki on Instagram, like distance Reiki, which is kind of cool. But overall, this one is just something you're going to have to play around with and um, go into. Erin and I do um, an energy healing workshop and we kind of go over a go over balancing chakras but for the sake of this episode yeah. you know we touch on a lot of these things actually yeah we do yeah we do a little yeah. tapping we do some like <laughs> physical movement yeah some so, flow and yeah 
Um, but yeah, you can check it out on, on YouTube, but type in any kind of chakra balancing, or if you know that one chakra is giving you, you know, raising hell, like you can specifically do it for a chakra. If you have questions, you know, obviously feel free to reach out, but that's just another way to help move through and reset your energy. Mm-hmm. Well, and your chakras are actually linked to like certain systems in your body. Mm-hmm. So if you have a chakra that's off balance, it actually, a lot of people believe that it can cause internal physical issues yeah and it sounds a little bit woo woo but (laughs) there are a lot of people that also have found healing through balancing the energies that their chakras are storing and well it alleviates certain certain physical issues so don't ever be afraid to like dig in a little bit even if you feel like it's it's a little bit out there um because there usually is some sort of like scientific something to it and yeah I mean I think it's kind of crazy like for instance the root or base chakra manages safety security and financial Mm -hmm. um security or financial means and just think of how many people have like lower back hip or knee pain like how many people have that And the fact that those are where those energies are stored. So if you don't feel safe at home, if you feel like you're, you know, financially not stable, if you have any of those foundational needs not being met, like, it is just crazy to me. Like, you know, I, until I worked through some stuff, like, I had, like, really bad hip pain. And I went to the chiropractor, and I work out, and I do yoga, and I do all of that kind of stuff. But the ability to work through it in my chakras and working through those limiting beliefs that I had, I don't have that same kind of pain and those those same kind of issues. So I just think that that's a really good one. But kind of touching on that same thing is meditation and visualization. Everyone's kind of familiar with it, but the reason it's gotten so big lately is because it works. It works. Like, I don't, you know, I always say, like, people are always like, that's so cliche. Has anyone ever thought that things are cliche because they're true and that it works? Like, maybe it, so many people, like, do them. Yeah, because Or they're on the movies or they're yeah. on, like, like, gee, what are these, like, monks in the mountains that have life completely, like, figured out and we're yeah. still, like, running around in circles? Like, maybe off. they yeah. know things that we don't know. Right. No, for sure. So, um... Meditation and visualization, there's so many different ways to do it. You know, you can do the completely silent mind and try to follow your breath. You can do guided. You can do um, sound healing, sound baths. You know, those are all different ways. I personally like guided visualization meditation. So where I'm kind of keeping my mind busy doing something that's very relaxing, it works really well for me. Breath work is a huge one. That one's kind of a little bit different than than meditation, but you do go into a meditative state. State. Um, It's a little bit more of a physical aspect of it, but again... It just depends on who you are. Yeah. Like, if you're more physical or if Mm -hmm. you are more mental, I feel like. Yeah. Because the yoga flow is so, like therapeutic for me yeah or even like yin yoga is very meditative you hold like a pose for like three to five minutes and you're you're kind of working through the discomfort of holding the pain or you what we're trying to get at is you don't have to just sit there cross-legged you know cross-legged with your hands in a mudra like doing you know trying to (laughs) clear your mind for 15 minutes and it's just miserable for you find something that works for you find what feels good 
do what feels good. Because when you do that, that's when the habits and the routines come into play and when you can see Results. rapid transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, again, I feel like we should be sponsored by YouTube, but YouTube has so many amazing creators, so you know, so much free content out there. You can type in anything for visualizations or meditations or you know, all of that. One that isn't maybe quite as free, but one person that I really like is Joe Dispenza's work on visualization, kind of visualizing your highest self and like your next level in life. Um, It's very realistic and he goes into a lot of it. You can get his books or I think download his visualizations on like Apple Music or Spotify for a small fee. So you can definitely check his stuff out too. Um, But Again, you can always start where, where so it's free. so much out there. Yeah. So, and then the last one is affirmations. And I feel like in the spiritual world, people either love or hate affirmations. <laughs> and I love certain ones and hate other kinds. And it's more so the implementation of it. Because, again, I was that person that kind of, like, spiritually bypassed. And, you know, I would find some kind of affirmation and would repeat it till I was blue in the face and I didn't wake up a millionaire. So I, you know, was working. So with affirmations, I think I actually, there's this new Instagram account that I've been following and human design, which we haven't, I don't think fully Ooh, touched I love on that account. Yeah. Um, so the, the thing with human design is it's very kind of specific for each person and you, I think at some point, hopefully in the next few episodes, we're going to have somebody on to talk about human design. But one of the accounts, it's called um, Intuition Lifestyle. I think her name is Eden. I found, I don't know how I found her, but she was talking about how, like, for instance, affirmations, the same affirmations can't work for or won't work for everyone because of our different energetic makeups. And she specifically lists out this kind of, throat chakra area on depending on what gates you would have certain affirmations would work better so for me like what I have activated would be I know and I feel which I feel just like hit the head and then obviously I know here I am talking about like I love doing research and I need the scientific Mm -hmm. proof and whatever so saying I feel abundant versus I am abundant hits my energy in a different way Okay, and so, I get that. Yeah, so I really liked that, and I just came across it maybe like two weeks ago. Uh, her or her post was maybe two weeks ago, and I've really been implementing it, and I like it. And also implementing it for my coaching clients has been kind of cool, just because I, I pull their human design charts before reading so I can see. And it's just kind of cool. So affirmations may not or may they may feel really good you know it just kind of depends I don't do you do affirmations or how do you feel about them oh I I didn't do any affirmations um but then when I started doing that um like manifesting mindset business thing Mm -hmm. for um like the pretty little ombre course that I was doing I just did the ones that she was or she encouraged you in some of the lessons to write some affirmations Mm -hmm. to help like eliminate limiting beliefs and I thought like oh my god this is gonna be like something kind of weird for me and Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was gonna get anything out of it but I actually did like it and um 
just saying, like, I am successful. Like, I am worthy of my dream clients. And, Mm -hmm. like, I am wealthy. Like, I am a wealthy person. You know, um, it's weird how, like, at first you're like, I'm so goofy for saying this stuff. And then you, like, make a routine of it. And I had to say it every morning for, like, two weeks. And... It felt completely different at the end of that two weeks, like saying, and there were different like things and different beliefs, obviously that we were working through. So I had written some like different affirmations, but it's powerful. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, you just need to find what, what feels good. Right. What feels good. You know, like we're all about, it's not one size fits all. We're, Mm -hmm. We're bougie. We like customization and, uh, (laughs) that's, you know, we're not here for cookie cutters. So definitely just find what feels good, what feels right. And you'll know, like your body will know when it feels right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it feels good. And you know, so one of the things I think, you know, that's, that's it for, for all of our kind of definitions and, and techniques. But next week we are going to go over, how we manifest and kind of some ways you can apply these things. Yeah. Kind of just our processes, because I know we can kind of word vomit all of this to you, but so, you know, one of the things that we're kind of touching on, on making it feel good and for you and customize is, well, we'll have some overlap for sure. The way that, you know, even Aaron and I manifest or use law of attraction to our advantage is different. And so, that's what we'll we'll go over uh, in the next episode, and so you guys can kind of see and even give examples of how we've used it to call stuff in. I hate when I listen to stuff and they don't tell me. They kind of like give me an overview, but don't tell me how they implement it or how they've used it in their life. So we thought it would be fun for you guys to to yeah. get that. But in the meantime, because we do want to do a Q and A. Maybe something that's a little bit more specific. If you have questions or thoughts, definitely send us uh, a, a message. message or let us know, you know, on Instagram or or anything what, what you're going through and we may, may cover it. So other than that. We would love to. Yeah. Well, we I, hope- well, I was going to say, okay, so yeah. I just thought about like a way to think about applying these things. Mm-hmm. When you say like, do what feels good, do what like hits the right way or whatever it's like everybody has their own favorite song or like their own type Mm -hmm. of music yeah like britney you would never know but she's like (laughs) totally in the gangster rap (laughs) and like me it literally just depends on what my mood is because i love so many different kinds of music yeah but um like music is one of my love languages but (laughs) um it's like that. Some like some people, if you hear a certain country song, like that just hits right for you. And there's so many different like techniques and ways, like even more than what I feel like oh, we've yeah. talked about. There's like, so many. There's tons of stuff out there, but try these and find the one that feels like your favorite song. Like Yes, yeah. I mean that that's what took me so long to figure out was I always was taking what, you know, if I hired a coach or read a book or bought a course or whatever it was, that I had to do it the way they did. their way. Yeah. And, and when it doesn't feel good energetically, when it doesn't align and you feel that you're almost being fake because you're just going through the motions because so-and-so said, this is how it's done, I didn't, I could kind of sporadically manifest or like do things 
And now that I've gotten to the point and, you know, maybe some of it's coming, come with age or just having the research that I've done and now following the types of people, coaches, mentors, you know, things of that nature, podcasts, doing like you can take bits and pieces from someone and somebody else and a book and then a YouTube video and kind of make your own path. Yeah. Yeah, Make your own little package that works for you, which is something that we are trying to highlight and will continuously say, do what works for you. Like if none of this sounds good, don't do it, but find something that does because Life is so freaking amazing and it's waiting for you to step into that next level. So find what works. Don't give up. Keep going. Access your power. Access it. Get your magic out there because the world's waiting for it. Hopefully some of these tips and tricks can help. And if not, send us a message so we can try to help you out. We're we're all here for you. So, yeah. Well, we hope you guys have a good week. Erin's probably going to go home and do some more hydrating and you're gonna (laughs) grab some lunch so for sure yeah but have a good week talk to you later guys Bye. bye thanks for joining us this week on the cosmic road trip podcast if you like this episode we would love for you to leave us a five star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode after all like energy attracts like energy so keep the good vibes coming Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.